What's the date? What's the date, Rico? We gotta look at the date. It's a monumental date in history. Today is uh, Sunday, the sixteenth of June. The fifteenth of June will go down in Laker history forever, but we'll get to that momentarily. We will first start off by congratulating the Raptors, who Ross chose to win in six, because it's the six six. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> exactly. And congratulations, the Raptors def- proved all odds. Yeah, things happened. People got injured. We we no wish no excuses. No excuses, but we do wish Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson speedy recoveries for their injuries. Clay suffering a torn ACL in Game Six, and. KD rupturing his Achilles in Game Five. That's just whew, that is a strain of bad luckiness. <laughs> if that's even a word, if not, that's a Yakub Sabe word, and we just made it up. That's gonna go on a T-shirt one day. Luckiness. <laughs> but uh, quick, anything quick uh, thoughts you have on the NBA Finals as they wrapped up and the Raptors are, are new, 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 new champions. The final time, I thought the Warriors were going to bust a Rocky against Apollo, but they got laid out. Yeah, and I would say that this is probably the most entertaining finals that we've had in a while. In a while. If you think about it, the, the last good one was 2015, the Warriors' first championship was good. And then when the Cavs came back from 3-1, that was good. But last year, you just couldn't wait till it was over. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. it was a great finals. I hate that tragedy had to strike this way. But just like we credit the Warriors with their championship in 2015, we have to do the same thing with crediting this Raptors team that was put together all in one year, started off by one of the biggest trades of the summer last year with DeMar DeRozan coming from Toronto to San, um, no, coming from Toronto to San Antonio and Kawhi going to Toronto. Kyle Lowry getting over his best friend being traded in the middle of the night. And then you had the additions of Mark Gasol. Um, I think Serge was already there that year. And trading Jonas Valanciunas, who you thought was going to be their big man. But so many things had to fall right in place. And that team built through it and won a championship first in history for the Toronto Raptors. So, congrats, you guys. You guys are on the board. Yep, and then you got to also give credit to uh, Asai Jerry. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I pronounced his name right. His you PM, and I think President of Basketball Operations out there. That, that dude did a hell of a job. A lot of people were uh, doubting him because he traded uh, All-Star for uh, for uh, injured Kawhi Leonard. Which is arguably still better than that All-Star, but we won't get into that. (laughs) True. And then he got rid of the Coach of the Year Mm -hmm. for his assistant, 
a lot of people were questioning that man and hey, talk to that dude. I heard he's probably going to Washington DC. They're probably gonna give him a big contract in part ownership, so hey, he stays in Toronto, you guys have a really good person that knows what he's doing, basketball operations. If he goes to DC, he might start fixing that franchise and bringing it back to relevance. Hey, all I can say is, you know, because I think Washington is expected to offer him a $10 million contract and ownership in the team. So, Toronto, you know what's right. You know what you have to do by this man that put his neck on the line, trailing somebody who was near and dear to that franchise's heart and banking it right. And for him to stay there, you want him to call all your basketball operation shots, so... If they offer 10 mil in ownership, I wouldn't see why he would turn it down if you guys offered the same thing, but that's just me. So, hey, but now I believe it's time. Again, congrats. Oh, to Drake. Congrats to Drake. (laughs) Because if if they lost, he would have been looking so bad. (laughs) Drake, Drake, yes. The other day he was like, started. Started? Started. <laughs> Started from the bottom. So props to Drake on his championship ring because he yep. put so much work in. Get, got getting into the, you know what? You got to give him props for getting into the other team's head during each of those series because he, he arguably did just that. Yeah. So all right, so let's get into the, today's breaking news. So we're hopefully that you're hearing this. The day of or after this news happened, so we'll catch you on the other side. All right, and we're back. And today we have been hit with the woes, bomb, everybody. Everybody, get you in bomb shelters because a woes bomb hit. And it's a big one! <laughs> first, first of all, let me paint this seat for you. My three-year-old had just fell asleep. I decided to go to the restroom, you know, to, you know, restroom things. <laughs> and as soon as I looked at my phone, a tweet came in from Adrian. Woj Nazowski. Mike Nazowski. Adrian Woj. Woj. Okay. Woj. Mike Nazowski. Woj tweeted and it said the New Orleans Pelicans have agreed to trade Anthony Davis and then my eyes kept on reading to the Los Angeles Lakers and then I kept reading for Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, two first round picks, and the number four pick. And I didn't know how to feel. So I called the first person that I would call in any Laker Dyer situation. <laughs> and I called him once and rang and rang and rang and hang up twice. Three times. I think she only got to eight and I gave up. Because <laughs> obviously this man must be dead or asleep. Dead or asleep. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I was this close to calling the cops. But, <laughs> but Rico, I had to call you, but you didn't answer. What was going on? <laughs> I hear you, bro. I, you know I'm on East Coast time over here in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. so as soon as I got off of work, yes, today was my Friday. So I got home. Uh, I actually went to go get something to eat and got home, ate some a little bit, and then I was like, let me take a quick nap and wake up in a little bit, probably get on 2K, because we're definitely getting next year's 2K, first of all, because <laughs> that team's going to be a beast team to play with. Oh, with man. AD. Right? Yeah, I already know what player I'm going to have to make as a play guard. Okay, so I got home, I, I took a nap, and then I wake up a couple hours ago, and I look at my phone, and I'm like, okay, my mama called me, and then Ross called me, and I was like, okay, this dude called me <laughs> eight nine. So I was like, let me call him first and see what's up. And I had no clue what was going down. So I called I called you, and you shocked me. Like, I didn't even think. I didn't even, not in my dreams would I have thought that this would ever happen. So then, if you saw the news first, I want to hear what you think about it. I'm so numb right now. <laughs> I'm so like a parent that just had three of, two of his kids taking a <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I understood that Brandon Ingram was most likely going to go. He really, now since LeBron is on the team, he doesn't really fit as well because they both need that flashing to the basket. So I knew that was an obvious go. But when I saw Lonzo gone, Lonzo didn't deserve this. He was gonna get. He was about to be really good this season, guys. And Josh Hart. Yeah, but Josh Hart is Josh Hart. He's a gritty dude. I love his defense. He can, guard, he can guard up to the to the five. He can get five trouble. He was a dude that made David Wesley. You know what? I need to hang it up. <laughs> but the number four pick and two future first round picks. I knew it was going to take three of the four. I knew it was going to take three of the four. I just didn't want the three to be this three. My heart hurts, but I'm happy at the same time. I'm mad at the same time. Uh, that's why I'm drinking this cranberry and Ciroc right now. I don't know how to feel. I don't know whether to be happy. But I'm a Lakers fan first, and I guess now a Pelican fan second, because i got to follow these kids. Lonzo... Throwing love to Zion and Brandon running down the wing. Oh man, that's gonna be crazy. And the best defensive backcourt out there is gonna be Lonzo and Drew Holiday. I don't care what anybody says. LeBron in the AD is is Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul Jabbar 2.0, y'all. I can't call it. I literally just read a tweet from Ramona Shelburne saying there has not been two players on the same team that average as much points as LeBron and AD will, or, you know, their numbers this past year, 
suggest and tell the duo of Shaq and Kobe? That's the best one. Two punch All I think about all I, when I see LeBron, when I hear LeBron AD, I think Shaq, Kobe. I think um, Kobe and Powell. I was like Kobe. Yeah, he was a two, arguably two and a three that got this really good four that was really good defensively and did all these different pass well from the ball, but Anthony Davis guards well, passes well, shoots well from anywhere on the court. Ooh, man. All I'm saying is that this better work and they better have them playing only 60 to 65 games. I don't, I don't want them playing all 82. Just let us know what games they ain't going to play in and we'll be cool. <laughs> we need to put them in some bubble wrap and just unwrap in case of playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, can, I just saw NBA Twitter just explode. I literally saw that whole line of thinking happen once one literally tweeted within seconds. People started going, what? Did this just happen? Did this actually just happen? And then Laker fans, some Laker fans say that they're just not Laker fans no more. And that, that this was the, the camel breaking the straw, the camel breaking the straw's back. Jesus, too much Sarah. Um, the straw breaking the camel back for them and they're just not fans. And then you have other fans that are just immensely happy and then you have the fans like myself that are just kind of in that gray area where we're really happy that Anthony Davis is a Laker but we're also extremely sad that Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart are gone. Talk, man, because I'm sad. I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you, bro. Uh, like you were saying, it's bittersweet because, man, all those, I was okay with trading Ingram because mm-hmm. he was up next season and we have to sign him to a bigger contract. So not having to pay that dude, already having a player like Kuzma, keep that guy, trade Ingram, trade the pit, the fourth pick, trade the other picks they traded. I was okay with that. I was even okay trading Josh Hart with all of that. Mm-hmm. But trading Nonzo, defensively, this needs to lock down one through three mm-hmm. and lock it down like efficiently. Lock down. Mm-hmm. Like really good. Efficiently. He had the size to lock him down. I think he was, what, 6'6? Six, six? Mm-hmm. He still 6'6 six, on six, So that backcourt, like you're saying, is going to be a really good defensive backcourt with him and Drew Holiday. And they, I mean, I see us, and we did get a walking. Double double, twenty more than twenty point ten rebound type of player that's still twenty six years old. But then I see uh, New Orleans and uh, New Orleans. What what's their starting lineup? Is Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, mm-hmm. uh, Zion, and then you could put uh, Julius Randle at the five. Oh, and then on top of that, they, oh, got, they got the fourth pick. Hold up. They got the fourth pick that they'll, it's looking like they might trade it to go get to another player. If they do that, look at that starting lineup already. With that fourth pick, they could have, uh, get another player and have an okay bench. It's still New Orleans. 
So I mean, but I already put them ahead of Dallas. I put them ahead of Dallas already, even though they have Luca. They're 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 a playoff team, bro. They're a playoff team. Yeah. They are. And those are gonna be kids with a chip on their shoulder. I don't and they're I, so young though, so mm-hmm. they might not have the big impact that we think or that everyone thinks they'll have, but in two to three years, if they keep that team like it is, oh that team could to possibly get to the Western Conference finals or go to a final because that's a lot of talent on that team. <sighs> that's the sad part. That's the sad but part. The happy part is the happy part is we got a young player in the peak. He still has even he still hasn't even hit his stride. He's about to hit his stride. He's twenty six, and that's what makes this all okay for me. In my yeah. head, I make sense of it, and then I go at the end. It's twenty six, and my head goes, "It's not so bad." <laughs> <laughs> and then to hear about Lazar, oh man! Supposedly somebody got Somebody got his first reaction because he was at the Dream League here in LA somewhere. And he was at the Dream League um, watching the Mellow play. And I think even Lonzo was there. Or I think Lonzo left or something like that. But somebody said, oh, this is the moment where he found out. And he looked pissed. And if he were, I'm pretty sure by now you've heard his comments that have surfaced already. Is that what? this I is the Oh, well, breaking news to you, LeVar said that this is the worst trade that the Lakers could have ever made, and that since they traded Lonzo, the Lakers would never win another title. I mean, I think he's exaggerating, but in a way, I'm disappointed that we traded Lonzo, tell you, just like you are, but calling it the worst is like, come on, like, no. Like, no. <laughs> I don't think this is the worst trade. I, you know, I think you forget about the dude with Dwight Howard. Oh, and Steve Nash. Yep. Those are going to go down as the worst trades, even before Carmelo Anthony and get Carmelo Anthony. Jeez. Uh, Carmelo. No, I hear you. Carmelo you, have, you have a point with that Carmelo Anthony trade. Yeah. They were... Mm-hmm. They were... Uh, Comparing it to this trade, because when he forced himself in New York, they gave up a lot of pieces that if they would have kept those pieces and added Melo by the end of the offseason, they'd been okay. The difference is uh, Anthony Davis still had one more year on that. Carmelo mm-hmm. Anthony just had to wait three, four months for the season to end and then just goes right over there. So that was the worst trade than this one. But a lot of people are starting to compare this trade to that. The thing is, I think at by that time and by this time, Anthony Davis is a play, better player than uh, Carmelo Anthony. You no know, disrespect to Melo. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. At twenty-six, I wouldn't say that. But go ahead. <laughs> why? Hold up. Why wouldn't you say that though? We're talking about the same Carmelo Anthony. That put that put the Denver Nuggets on his back. I think that's when he was about twenty six, twenty seven, right? Around yeah. Those years. Don't forget that team. That team was stacked. It wasn't just Melo. They had Kmart. They had uh, Chauncey Billups when he was still Chauncey Billups. True. They had uh, 
Yeah, I'm kind of cohesive like that. 
Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. It's time to talk about the implications across the league that this trade is going to happen. Also, with KD and Clay being hurt for the next season, how all of this comes together and how it's going to affect free agency and things to come. So, first, there's a little bit of tidbits I want to mention, and that is that <clears throat> Jimmy Butler has been liking all posts involved with LeBron and Anthony Davis to the Lakers. And one said Kawhi Leonard's sister also with a picture that had Kawhi in the Lakers jersey along next LeBron and Anthony Davis. Oh, and one more thing. Bronny Jr. just started following Kawhi. I don't know, man. There's a lot of different things happening at once once this came down. So, Rico, I'll let you take it from here, my guy. So, first of all, the, the whole Jimmy thing, he would be a good addition to our team. The thing is, I don't think we could give him up that max contract. He's going to want a max contract. He's not going to want to play. Now, if we could do, like, a one-year deal, max him out, pay him for one year, I ain't mad at that, but more than two, three, four years, I don't think we should put our, our max our max on that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he would be, you know, having him lock down the guard position, have LeBron do his stuff at the point guard position, and, and uh, you know, AD do his thing, uh, and, but then, what he said about, uh, Kawhi Leonard, ooh, having those three pieces Yo. right there, that would be really good. The reason that I uh, I wouldn't go for that is because what just happened in uh, Golden State. Exactly. They got injured, and they didn't have a good defense. So if that were to happen, that means that we're limited and we're not going to have a Mm-hmm. But those up to me, I would say instead of going and getting those max players, spread the wealth out and go get yourself someone like Danny Green. Go get yourself a decent point guard. So you're going to have uh, a decent point guard that can shoot, that only the ball handle, that the flop do that, but could, could shoot and knows how to move off the ball. Go. Go sign Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Resign uh, Javel Mookie. He's a really good player. And coming as a backup, he would be a even he's a good starter. So even as a backup, he'd be a decent, uh, more than decent backup. So I would say those having those players interested, it seems like it coming to the Lakers is cool, but it's better. LeBron and AD put players around them that fit what they what they do. So in case anyone comes, anyone gets injured or anything like that, you have players to replace them. Because what happened in OK, in uh, I was gonna say in uh, Golden State, mm-hmm. they had the best starting five, but then that starting five started getting injured, and look at what happened to them in the finals. 
They yeah. had the best team on paper, but they didn't have no bench. So when KD went down, when Clay went down, even when Buzzy went down, they didn't have no one as good or close to good to replace that. If they would have had a better bench, I think they would have beat the Raptors. Uh, like we said, much respect to the Raptors, though. They deserved it. Uh, but what do you think? Do you think we should go and get one of those really maxed players? Or do you think we should put pieces around what we have to help them out? I think... All right, hear me out, Lakers fans. I know we love shiny new toys. I know we do. We just got one, and it costed us three of the kids. (laughs) The only way we make this worthwhile, exactly, and the pick, and a future king, an embryo, okay. (laughs) But the only way we make all of this worth it, Zoe and Brandon Ingram trade worth it, is if we build a worthwhile team. Come June 30th at 6 p.m. Eastern? Or no, it's 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. your time out there. Pacific time, yeah. So, since we got that little early start time, I think the Lakers should invest all their time into looking towards building out a team. Like Rico said, we got $30 million in cap space. We can build a really good team around just these two guys. I think it would be foolish to go and throw a max slot or close to a max slot at a Kimball Walker, especially since that was the news that came out is that the Lakers' number one priority is Kimball Walker, and I think that ain't the move at all. Um, I think if you do want to give up the max slot, you give it up to a Kawhi or Jimmy. And that's because they both bring something that this team is going to need, which is defense. Even though you have Anthony Davis guarding that back line with his great defense, you're going to need something close or near to the front court because LeBron's best defensive days are behind them. You know, so... I think you go find you a really good point guard unit, um, a starting point guard and a backup point guard, a whole guard unit for that matter. And uh, if you can get Brooke Lopez out of Milwaukee, if you can pry him out of there, do it. Because that, that I think with this move is possible. Yeah, and I, and I, and that's something that needs to like if you can get a stretch big that has defense around like him. After Ramsey, you're talking about a front line of Anthony Davis and Brooke Lopez. You're gonna have a threat at the three point line, regardless. And there's gonna be a threat at the at the rim, protecting it at all times or in the post. It's wild the things that can be done. But I I, I know this trade is gonna have more than those implications. Like as to veterans that's gonna want to come here and play. And I hope they really take into account the health of those veterans that are going to want to come here and play. Because it's great to have veterans, especially that are going to know how to play with LeBron, but we're going to need a team that can defend and stay healthy. I think those are some key things that need to be a focus on this team with the lessons that we learned last year. And 
that's why I I just I'm just not for a Kemba hot a Kemba signing to the Lakers is because yeah he's an offensive superstar I'll give him that but on defensive on the defense he's a liability a straight up liability I hate to say it but when you're what is he five nine is that is that what I'm hearing he's about taller yeah yeah yeah, so it's like in this league, especially with big guards, it's going to be hard for him to guard people, you know, so I just really hope they think about the the, the construction of this team, get shooters and defense. If you could get that and put them around those two guys, you're going to have yourself, and with the implications that we talked about with KD and Clay being out, the league is not just a lock stop like it's been the last couple of years with Kevin Durant on the Warriors. Regardless, even if Kevin Durant signs back with the Warriors, he's not going to be playing. Clay's not going to be playing until at least April or March. It you got a chance. So I really hope they take this time to really think about that and execute this as it should be. You know? And uh, real quick while we wrap this one up, the draft. <laughs> who's your top five, Rico? Who's who's going uh, one, two, three, four, and five? We'll wrap it up with that. Of course, Zion. Mm-hmm. Not a question going one. Uh, I heard that Morant is going to go to the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. And then the Grizzlies are going to have to either... I think they're going to have to trade Mike Conley, and they're going to get something to serve Mike Conley. But that team, you got to watch out with that team, too. So they got that uh, point guard, that, no, that uh, small power forward, that season. I forgot his name. He's a young, a young player. That who looks like he could put up numbers. Jared Jackson? Is that what you're talking about? Jared Jackson? Jared? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That is, you have that dude, and then you have Morant coming in. So, and then... Like, I'll tell you, you're going to be able to trade uh, my comedy, but you're going to be able to get something else right there. So that's a team that you should watch out for. Not a lot of people are talking about Memphis right now. That team's going to do moves, and they're going to they're gonna get something going, too. Uh, at the three, it's going to be that uh, small forward. Uh, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. And... At the four, it's a toss-up between that Garland point guard and that other small forward that has defense. I forgot. Jared, uh, you're talking about um, Jared Culver. I think so, yeah. He's a small forward. Mm-hmm. That's like, he has defense on him and he's pretty good, but uh, five? I think it's Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, from right there, I could tell you too, but I don't know, but we don't got to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so it's going to... In a way, what do you got? All right, first I got Zion, second I got Ja, third I got RJ, of course, fourth for the Pelicans, because that's a Pelicans pick as of now, as to where this pod was made. Um, the fourth, I'm going to say, is going to be if it goes to the Pelicans, I'm going to say Jared Culver. 
because they already got Lonzo. They don't need Darius Garland. So, and then for the fifth pick, I would even say that's going to either be Cam Reddish or DeAndre Hunter because they already have Colin Sexton. And you went, because the team that uh, Darius Garland is going to go to is going to be a team that's in need of a point guard. It doesn't already have one. You know, so that's why I'm, I'm saying that he's not going to go in those teams because those teams already have points. You know, so that's it. Zion, Ja, RJ, um, Jerry, and DeAndre are going one, two, three, four, and five. And you heard it here first, folks, on the Yachu Sabe podcast, the R&R report. And I think this is where we're going to wrap up this episode, right, Rico? Yeah, but before that, we got to give our either music or movie pick a token. So this time, since I picked last, last uh, podcast, this time is your, your recommendation. Oh, wow. Way to put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> A movie or music or a show, whatever you want to, to uh, recommend. Something that you like, something that you enjoy. Well, something, something that I'm enjoying like. right now, um, I am rewatching. well, kind of for the first time, really watching Breaking Bad. And I'll give it up to Breaking Bad this week because, you know, it's a, cl- a classic from beginning to end. And we have to appreciate our series that end the way we want them to. Game of Thrones. Okay, anyway. But yeah, I'm giving it up to Breaking, <laughs> breaking Bad. That's a classic. I remember watching that. Mm-hmm. That is a really good show. Because we all break bad sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Yep. As yep. always, guys. I'm Ross. And. This is Rico. I And. Yatu Sabe. Yatu Sabe. Catch you guys probably next week before the draft. And before free agency! Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we, we might have a special guest, if not next next podcast, the one after. Mm-hmm. So, stay, stay tuned for that. Yeah, we'll have somebody that's potentially, you know, on the other side of LA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good friend, but yeah, he's a, a Clippers fan, but we'll, we'll talk about that on the next podcast. All right. And again, as always, Captain Sabe. Hey, friend. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave that in.